And so let's just go straight to the word. Let's go into Mark chapter 4. And I'll be reading from verse 18. And so this parable Jesus is giving about, so a sower goes out to sow a seed. And he is actually explaining to us what that actually means. And so in verse 18, now these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word and cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and the, and the desire for other things entering choke the word and it became unfruitful every sower every farmer that has a seed in his hand and when he goes out to sow he sows with hope that he is going to reap the harvest nobody in the right mind is going to go sow a bunch of things and never expect a single thing when you go out there and you pray you expect answers right you would not be praying unless you know that there are God that answers your prayers. You will not be reading the word unless knowing that this word is a living word. Amen? And so this sower, he goes out there with hope that this seed one day is going to be great. That this seed one day is going to be something greater than what it looks like right now. And they see there's potential to be an apple tree. There's a potential to be a forest. There's potential to be anything you can think of as he's sowing into this ground. But he is not talking about a seed being a bad seed. He is just saying the circumstances where the seed is being planted, there is thorns among the seed where it's being planted. And I want to remind you today that you are that seed. And when God made you, he created you in your mother's womb. He wired you. He, he placed a destiny on the inside of you for you to be great. He placed a greatness on inside of you. There is nothing wrong with you because you were created in his image. You are his child. You are called. He has called you his own. He has a, he has a future and he has plans for you. He said, when I think of you, there is not a single evil thought that crosses my mind when you are on my mind. Whenever you think of yourself, maybe you think negative, whatever you want to think, but God never thinks low of yourself. If we would just have a glimpse of what God thinks of us, we will never let a negative thought cross our mind. Amen? You are always on his mind. He, he wants to prosper you. He wants to bless you. He wants to, for you to have a great future. And he said that you are being placed among thorns. Basically, there's nothing wrong on an inside because on an inside, it's God's promise. On an inside is God's greatness. On the inside is purpose and vision and dreams that God has for your life. But I want, God wants you to be warned by the circumstances on the external. On the outside, there will be thorns. There will be things that will try to choke you out of your destiny before you would even come out of the ground before you would even begin to know who you are in God there's an enemy that will try to stop the growth that will stop the destiny that God has for your life when Peter was on this earth and God's Jesus told him Peter you you are the rock I'm gonna build church on you you're gonna be great you're gonna move the nations but he said Peter let me warn you the Satan has asked for you he has desired you to desire to means to look with an intent. He has asked for you that you will be sifted like wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail you. And he is warning Peter, yes, you have this great destiny, but let me tell you something, you have a stalker. I don't know if you guys have stalkers, I had one. Let me tell you about it. You go to work 
and you don't drive the same route as usually you do. When you go home, you avoid driving your regular routes, you change them up. You change your hairstyles every two months and your haircuts as well. You park on a, a workplace every single time on the different parking lots because you have somebody following. You are not aware, you might not even see them, but you know they are around. You're driving in, the, in your car and you're afraid to look back, what if they're back there? A stalker. And, he, and Jesus is warning, Peter, you have a stalker. And I want to warn you tonight, you have a stalker. You have an enemy that is not so much after you. It is so much after the vision, after the dream that God has placed on inside of you. Way before you even know what's on inside of you, boiling up. He has placed a dynamite on the inside of you. For you to destroy the, this darkness, this kingdom of Satan. And he wants to destroy you way before you recognize what's really and who's really you are. And today I want to warn you about this stalker of yours and mine. That he is daily, and it seemed like it's not a big deal, but he said, Jesus said, once these things got inside, then the seed was choked and was unfruitful. Amen? A stalker is number one thing he is after is your relationship with God. Your relationship with God is like air, is like the breath that you have inside. You don't know that I have um, air in my lungs, but how you know it? Because I'm breathing it, I'm here. Relationship with God is not something you have to flaunt. It's not something you have to sticker your whole car and bumper stickers to know that you're Christian to everybody. It's not relationship with God like that. Relationship with God is you say, I got to have it for myself in spite of if people see it or not, I have to have it. And I don't have to wear big crosses, I don't have to talk religiously and wear all these t-shirts, but I got to have it because if I don't have it, I can't live, I can't breathe. Because you can go so long on your own and then you stop and then you'll be choked by the cares of this world. A stalker, name of a stalker, one stalker is cares of this world. And these are the ones, the stone among the thorns, and they're the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world. Cares of this world. What do you care about in your life that is so important? What is it that choking you? What is it that is poking your mind that you can't live a day without going thinking about it? I have to remember, there will be always negativity. There will be always news. There'll be always somebody changing themselves from being a man to a woman. There'll be somewhere, somebody's bombing your place. There will be something always negative going on in this world. We were not meant, we were not created to carry the cares of this world. We were not created to carry people's problems, people's dramas, baby mamas, you name it, whatever that might be. People that suck life out of you. We were not created to deal with those things. Even Jesus said, cast your cares upon me and take up my yoke because my yoke is easy. What do you care about that is choking you? What do you care about that is distracting you? Maybe it's your friend, it's your, your reputation, maybe it's the opinion of other people, your job, you name it. What are the cares of this world that are choking you from pursuing the dream that God has placed on inside of you? And if you're not gonna take care of this talker, this stalker will take care of you. And Jesus is warning that you cannot, uh, you cannot place your attention on people that are crazy because when you die, they'll be still crazy. People cannot come into your life and dump their problems on you and you are going insane at night and they're sleeping just peacefully. Sometimes you have to, when somebody's calling you, say, you're not, not today, Satan, call me tomorrow. 
You have to block some numbers. You can't let everybody have an access to your life because you have to remember, you have a dream and you have a vision that you have to protect. Not everybody can come into your life and be a part of it. Not everybody can come and drain the energy that you should use for your relationship with God, for your prayer and for your word of God, amen? A lot of times we surround, our pe we surround ourselves by people that need us instead of those that feed us. And constantly people take, take, and you end up empty. You have no energy to pursue God. You have no energy to pursue your dreams, your visions, the people that God has placed in your life to matter. You have no energy because all these people that come into your life, they take everything out, but they never change. And so what are the cares of this world that might be choking you tonight? Maybe the dramas, maybe the worries, maybe the problems, maybe the things people have said or have done to you. And Jesus is saying that it's fine if it's outside as long as it does not get inside. Because once it gets inside, it will choke you. Second is deception of riches. Let's talk about money, right? We all have them and we all want more. Deception of riches. And let me lay it down before I slaughter this donkey. Um, let me lay it down that God is not against riches. He said, I give you power to get wealth. God wants to see you prosper because how can you glorify him when you are poor? You are glorifying Satan in your poor because Satan comes killed to steal and destroy. And so if you don't have it, you actually don't give glory to God. With you empty pockets, you can't bless anybody. You're always needing something. You're always living like, that's not glorifying God. Glorifying God is when you are blessed and God can use those blessings to bless others. Amen? Deceitfulness of riches is when enemy lies to you that if you have stuff, you will be important. When enemy is lying that if you have stuff, you will have joy. Deceitfulness or riches saying that as much things as you have, as more important you will be. Deceitfulness or riches is always fading because the standards of wealth is only dependent on the person who is looking at it. Let me lay it down like this. You go to third, third world country and you will be considered very wealthy. You have a car, you have a house, you have a couple pairs of shoes, you are set for life in their eyes. But you come down to America and you walk into the room full of millionaires, you will be poor in a second. If you're a millionaire, you walk into the room of billionaires and you will be poor as well. So wealth is just based on who is looking at it. When I was in the school, like if you had a flip phone, you were pretty considered rich because your parents were wealthy rich to, con to get you, you know, the flip phone. Now it's like, from which era are you from that you have the flip phone? Like, why are you so poor? You can't afford ice cream, you know? And so wealth is only who is looking at it. And so today I want, you, I want, I want us not to be deceived by the deception of the enemy. Because tomorrow, there'll be a better technology. Tomorrow, there'll be a better house. Tomorrow, there'll be a better, a better car. Deceitfulness are riches. And we, when we are chasing the things, they're always upgrading. And God doesn't want us to be stuck chasing stuff that doesn't satisfy us. Because when you get a house, when you live in the shack as a mad woman, you'll be a mad woman in a mansion. Riches don't change anything. And so... Why we, um, and if, you don't, if you're not maybe blessed today in your eyes, I want to give you a tip. In, um, in Malachi, in Malachi, um, he said that 
when you bring up your tithes and your offering to the storehouse, that God will pour his blessing, that you will have no room to contain it, to hold it. And so if you don't have it, you begin to give it to God and God is gonna to begin to bless you. But when you have it, you still continue to give it so that the blessing that God has given you, it doesn't have you. There's nothing in your life that God gives, it doesn't stick to you. That's why we continue to give in spite of if we have or we don't have it, amen? And so this prodigal son, he was pretty deceived. He thought that as long as I have my father's stuff, I don't need the father. And we have seen a lot of people in our church, as long as they come to church, they get a job, they get a spouse, they get married, they get all these things settled, they leave the church. Because they think, as long as I have all these blessings, I am fine. No, it's just for a moment, because you will end up with pigs, just like the prodigal son. We rather chase the father, because as long as you are chasing the father, all the blessings will be chasing you. Amen? And so that's what I want to encourage you. It's fine to, change, to chase wealth, but as long as you are chasing Father, because it's the Father that's going to supply. It's the Father that is going to bless you. We are never going to chase blessing. We are never, the moment you're going to start working for blessing, instead of blessing working for me, for us, we are in trouble. We are being choked by the deception of riches. Enemy always wants to devalue what you have. Enemy always wants to devalue the blessing that God has given you so that you will lose it. That you will not appreciate it and you will just not even care about it. And so deception of riches is our second stalker. And third one would be, um, and the lust for other things. I know the lust or desire, lust, it means the same thing, just passionate desire for other things. I love that, that he did not, he was not very specific what the other things are because he wants every single one of you to fit in into that group. Other things. What are the other things? The other things that you don't have. Someone else has it. It's maybe the other spouse that somebody has it but you don't know how crazy she is at home. Maybe the other kids that maybe they look angels in public, but they're little demons running around at home. It's the other things that you think you don't have. And Satan will always, always make someone else's life look better than yours, all the time. Lust for other things. What are the things that you are chasing and desiring that you don't have? That you take your eyes off of what God has blessed you with. That you take your eyes, well, God has the spouse, maybe the car, the house, the, um, the still doesn't, you know, windows don't break or roof doesn't fall. What are the other things that God has given you, but we always desire someone else's stuff because it looks better, right? It looks better through the filters of Instagram, you know, drinking coffee, but you're drinking coffee by yourself. You don't have nobody around you, right? And we always want someone else's life instead of our lives. Not knowing when there's a party or something and everybody's Snapchatting, but nobody's hanging out. Everyone's on their phones. It's we cannot lust after other things, amen? And so Jesus is warning us about these thorns. He said, there is nothing wrong with you because I have placed a, such a greatness on inside of you. I have placed such a potential. You can be a force. You can be a tree that will provide fruit for generations and generations. You can be a person that can change this nation. Peter, you will be a rock. But you are so disturbed by what this woman is saying about you. He said, I don't want you to be shaken. I don't want all of these thorns. And today you might say, well, Look at the family that I grew up in. My parents were jacked up and my father never was there. My mom wasn't there. It doesn't matter where you're placed in. As long as things from outside don't get inside. The boats only sink when there's water and inside. As long as it stays outside, you'll be fine. And I want to remind us today that, you know, we have a stalker. 
We have a dream and we have a vision. We have a potential that God has given to our church to even to our personal lives. But we have to be aware that somebody is watching. There's an enemy that is after your growth. Because once you get stronger, once you grow up, you can overcome. Once you know who you are, you will stop living the way we live today. Once we know the, the vision, the dream that God has placed inside you, you will stop doing the nonsense that we do, the nonsense when nobody's watching us. Once we know what God has placed, an enemy is after a growth. And maybe today the thorns already gone to your head. The worries, the stress, the drama, the kids, the wife, the husband, the cars, the jobs, the things that we're chasing and we can never find. Maybe the thorns are already getting into us. I want to remind you something that Jesus did in the Bible in the, when he was alive on this earth. He knew the life that we're going to live. He knew ahead of the things that we were going to go through. And he did something for us. When he was on the cross, there was a crown of thorns in his head. It was not just a crown of thorns, but they took the crown of thorns and they beat it the way the thorns would get inside the head. That way that you could live this life without thorns getting inside of you. Because Jesus said, once the thorns got inside, they were choked and they were unfruitful. And he did an exchange. He said, you, I take your, your crown of thorns. I take your thorns that you could have my crown of glory. That you could live a victorious life. As you walk through this life, as you go through this life, there's nothing that will choke you out of your destiny. There's nothing that will kill you and disturb you from the things that I have called you. Amen? And God has took your place. God has took the thorns. God has took the stalkers. But it's up to you to continue growing and stop being distracted by the things they're trying to chase you, by the lust of this world, by the deception of riches and the cares of this world. It is all up to you and me. Do not be distracted by the things that come in our way to distract us from the destiny from God has for us. Amen.